Fitzy and Whipper with Kate Ritchie. This will be interesting, a new Netflix documentary about Lewis Capaldi. How I'm Feeling Now is the name of the doco. A 26-year-old opens up about struggles with anxiety and his career and mental well-being. There's a bit of a trailer here. Have a listen. My anxiety is out of control. I feel like I'm in a race against the clock to get my mental health in order. You've still got a lot of growing up to do. You need to phone your mother to come and pick you up from the one night span. That's not a story that needs to be told. <laughs> <laughs> because you're having a panic attack. I'm glad you brought that up. Before you go. What a great, great accent on the mum. Oh, no. oh, both of them, yeah, really. No. See, He's so appealing, this guy, I have to say. Because over the years, you know when you hear him, you hear him chat and then you look at him and you hear the voice, like it's almost as if traditionally... None of it all matches. None of it makes sense. Does None it? of it matches. But, but it then comes that's together. then at the end of it, that's the relief. But, mm. but see, the you know he talks about his his weight. He's a funny guy. Mm. He's got Tourette's. But you know what, people, you know he thinks that that's a negative. I think people see see that as a, mm. a, an endearment. You yep. know what I mean? Like it, you look at him, he's relatable. He's funny. But you don't know what's going on in the background. No. I wonder how long he's going to last in this industry. If he's having anxiety and panic attacks all the time, for his mental health, you would think a doctor would have to say, you've got to stop doing this. I know. Yeah, or the opposite. Yes. Maybe it's like... It, um, it's helping ex- him through. E- exposure therapy yes. or something. Michael and, Jackson and, and actually was like what he, Yeah, and what he, what, he, what he offers and what he does is more than his own... Um, pain or struggle or it's very heavy for this time of the no, morning, it's, isn't it? It's a good but one. But do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, hey, the thing you don't want to do, well, I think this in life, Keep doing the thing it. you don't want to do is the thing you should be doing. Exactly. Yep. When you challenge and yourself, you grow. Obviously, yeah. music is an outlet for him and that's where he feels safest. Mm. But, you know, when you have to do it, and this is like what Daniel John said, I love music so much, but I just don't want to get up in front of a crowd and do it. Yeah. Mm. That's where the anxiety is. That's the perfect segue back to the night he had to make a phone call to his mum. <laughs> no, but I do love this story and I want to hear about it because when I read the story last <laughs> night, I was thinking, oh my goodness, imagine having to have your mum bail you yeah. out of something like this. So it was sort of a one-night situation. He'd met a girl after a show and all of a sudden they're back at her place. Then he had a moment where he went, oh my God, I'm getting dizzy. I'm starting to panic here. He put in a phone call to his mum and said, I think I've got a brain tumour. I think something's going on. She said, where are you? He said, back at some girl's house we've just done it and now i'm dizzy she said shut the f up and get a car and come home (laughs) which was just beautiful um he got home had some paracetamol went to bed and he was fine and regrets calling his mum just post act isn't that amazing i mean when you're putting it you've got a good relationship when you're putting in a phone call to your mum based on that level of information you need to share. They're a pretty good team. They're always... My family was never like that. That topic was always under the carpet. No one ever talks about that sort of stuff. It was very secretive. But then I had a friend whose mum was a doctor. And in the doctor family, it seemed to be that things were a lot more open. So he even had a night when he was still living. I'm not going to mention his name. He was still living with his mum and dad at the time. And he found a girl that he, he obviously had a lot in common with and she joined him back at his house. 
And it wasn't until they got to a moment um, in the night where he thought, well, we might need to get something else just to be safe here. Yeah. And he knew that his... Like a hammock. No, not like a hammock. The mattress was fine, but, like you know... a security guard. No, I didn't need a guard. Like, if you go to the beach, you put... Umbrella. Sun, you put sunscreen oh, on for okay. protection. You wear sunglasses, you know, oh, gotcha, so he needed right. some yeah, level now, of now safety. So, yeah, I've okay. caught yeah. on now. Yeah, so I'm right. um, sorry to be so cryptic at uh, this time of the morning. Are you talking about a condom? Yes, oh, I am, mate. <laughs> Thank you, MVP. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, I didn't know how to say it. I'd lost the word. It was right there. So he knew that his dad had some in the bedside drawer. Oh, so Dad. So he sneaks over into his mum and dad's room, pulls out the drawer, which then falls onto the floor. He's pulled it out too far. And then says, Dad, I'm looking for the Matt DeGroote word. And then... He says, no, they're in mum's drawer. What? So he then wakes his mum up. So both his mum and dad know. Why did the... Why, can, okay. Sure. I know you hate my questions. No, I love your questions. Why do mum and dad have them? Yeah. Because they were obviously still using um, protection. How old? Gosh. Oh, no, now I'm getting bogged down in the details. 55 to 60? Yeah, I find that uh, a bit weird. Have you okay. got some in your bedside drawer? Do I? Yeah. No. No. Do you have no. them in the glove box? My, yes. <laughs> in the glove box and in the, my draw, drawer at, de- um, at work. What mum and dad would have them in the drawer? Some people oh, still use them. And there's your question. Especially if you've got a fully grown boy. That's a, that's a complete... You're making this up. Do we want to give him a call? No. No, we don't. No, Kate, that's true. Some people... All right, do you want to change the phone topic? Are you no. over 60? No, no. using No, just... No, quickly, I had to ring Mum one night. We had an underage disco called Superstitions, and I had a little bit too many Eagle Blue, don't mind if I do, beers up beforehand. Eagle do. And I... There was a kissing competition between us mates oh, to no. see how many kisses we could get on the night, Oh, Kate. yeah, okay. Unfortunately, I had a few too many Eagle Blues, and I came back with a total of zero. I was the laughing stock. It was 40 degrees that night. Mum and Dad bought me a Coudelines jumper. And I thought, I have to wear the jumper to the 40-degree underage disco. Because it was new and cool. And I went there. No girl wanted to go near me. And then the boys laughed at me so much that they left me behind, Kate. And I was stuck at the McLaren Vale gazebo by myself, crying. And I found a public phone and rang Mum and said, can you come and pick me up? There's only one more girl I can try here. (laughs) Mum, is that you? Sweating in a Coudelines jumper. With a tally of zero. How was your night, son? Don't ask. Don't ask. Fitzy and Whipper with Kate Ritchie. Nova.